Adam Wainwright makes history on Monday night, and for one night in September, the team and the fans had something to cheer about in 2023. This is Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Cardinals fans. I'm J.D. Haffern, and I'm a national radio sports anchor, born and raised in the Lou, and a lifetime Cardinals fan, and I'm your host for Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Follow me on Twitter at J.D. Sports Radio, and follow the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals. want to thank those of you who make Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day, free and available wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all over the place, including YouTube. Make sure you like, subscribe, and comment. That way you're interacting with us. Hit the notification button so you know when the new episodes are posted. This is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans of baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. Today's episode brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Now, that was fun last night. That was fun last night. A scene. Very reminiscent of the film For the Love of the Game, starring Kevin Costner for perhaps the last night in the 2023 season. Bush Stadium was alive on Monday. There was anticipation. There was anxiety. There was hope. There was excitement. There was jubilation in the end. Tears of joy streaming down grown men and women's faces. All of the feels that would normally coincide with a playoff run or, you know, a division clinching victory were felt in the stands, on the field, um, in the broadcast booths, and all of us watching at home. We felt it as well. And it was all because, strangely enough, of a pitcher who came into the game with a 4-11 and record and an ERA over 7. That doesn't make sense, right? But that's what happened. The reality of this season is that Adam Wainwright has not been very good. He just hasn't. The Cardinals have not been very good. The the, the coaching, the players, the front office, none of it. None of it has been good. None of it worked out the way we thought it was going to. And for months now, you could say that the Cardinals have been playing meaningless baseball. Really. I mean, if if you really get down to it, I know that, you know, we'll say things like, well, we want to see the kids play and you want to see this guy and how he reacts to this and blah, 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 blah. You want to win a championship. You want to win playoff games. You want to go to the playoffs. And that wasn't going to happen. And it's been that way for quite some time now. Um, a lot of people ha- have quit going to the ball games. You've seen them on TV. You've been in the games. If you are one of the people that went there, um, they've stopped. They're just not showing up. People have quit watching the Cardinals altogether. And that's fine. It it is your choice as a fan and as a consumer to do whatever it is you want with your time. But if there was one thing that united us, no matter how much you're mad at John Mosellock or Ali Marmol or Dusty Blake or uh, Bill DeWitt, whatever your feelings towards all of those people and how upset you are about how terrible the season has been, the one thing that we could all agree on, is Adam Wainwright. We were all rooting for Adam Wainwright. Nobody was saying, I hope he doesn't get it. Who was saying that? Nobody. Nobody in baseball, 
nobody in St. Louis, everybody was rooting for this guy. And I'm glad we still had him this year because a lot of people have moved on to, you know, the NFL or are swooning over St. Louis City SC right now. Not a lot going on for the Cardinals that was worth talking about and worth paying attention to, except for Adam Wainwright. Could he get to 200 wins? That was still intriguing. It's been the darkest season of Adam Wainwright's big league career outside of the years that he missed with injuries. Nothing has gone the way that we'd all hoped it would be when the season started. Now, last year, Adam Wainwright was a very good pitcher until September. The wheels come off. Mechanical issues is what we thought it might be. We blame them instead of, you know, riding off into the sunset, you know, with Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina. He wanted to come back. He wanted to come back despite an ugly September. Didn't want to end that way. Perhaps the chase for 200 was something he wanted to get as well. A lot of us thought that he was done after last year, but he never had said it. You know, he never came out and was like, this is it. I'm done the way Yachty and Albert had done. So when he decided to come back, it wasn't really a surprise. We were just hoping that he would be the pitcher that he was for 90% of the season and not the guy that we saw in September. I genuinely thought it was a good idea that Wainwright was coming back. He was going to be your solid, dependable Number four, number five guy in the rotation. Nothing fancy, but someone who could give you quality starts day in and day out. And what we got instead was one of the worst seasons by a starting pitcher in Major League Baseball history. That's how bad it has been. If you go statistically and look at the history of baseball, how bad Adam Wainwright's season this year stacks up against some of the worst in baseball, he's right up there, sadly. Like, it doesn't bring me joy to tell you that. Game after game, Adam would put on a brave face, take the ball, give it his best effort, but the the skill set, it just wasn't there. It's declined. The, the velo is down. The control isn't the same as it used to be, and the numbers showed it. And it got to the point where, despite the team being out of any sort of playoff contention, we started to think, was it even a good idea to be putting them out there anymore just to get pulverized again? Like, nobody wants to see that. You know, nobody, nobody likes that. Nobody likes seeing a guy pass their prime and really declining where they're just a shadow of what they used to be in any sport. It's not just baseball. And many considered whether or not, whether we should be throwing the white flag and throwing in the towel and say, just stop it. Just make it stop. We don't want to see it anymore. This is, this is embarrassing. And I stated long ago that I thought that Adam Wainwright had earned the chance to keep trying as long as he wasn't costing the team a shot at the playoffs. And the thing is, if, if this team had been any good this year and was in contention for a playoff run, this probably doesn't happen if Adam is pitching the way he has all year because they have sucked so bad. Wainwright, it didn't matter whether he was taking them out or not anymore. He kept getting opportunities to pitch. And with the season winding down and his number of starts dwindling, it became almost a rallying cry. It gave the guy something to play for other than just pure pride and wanting to win and be a good ball player and not lose all the time. But it was kind of a rallying cry for the team. Let's get Wayno to 200. Let's get him to 200. If there was one thing in this dumpster fire of a season they could they could still achieve, it was getting Wayno to that spot. 
And last night, you, you saw how bad they wanted it for Uncle Charlie, man. You saw the diving attempts in left field, felt left field by Richie Palacios uh, at shortstop by Mason Wynn, did the whole Superman thing. Both of them almost caught those balls, by the way. Amazing. I, I, I was shocked when they, when they didn't have them. But, um, you know, these are guys who were barely alive when Adam Wainwright started with the Cardinals. Uh, Wilson Contreras with the home run, obviously, the focus – uh, the extra attention to every little thing that went on to get Wayno that win last night. It felt like a game seven, like the energy in the stands and around the stadium last night felt like a game seven type of atmosphere. And of course, Adam had to pitch well too. And that he did changing speeds, changing arm angles, every trick in the book he could do to induce those double plays that he got at opportune times last night to get the pop-ups and the, the occasional strikeout. It was the type of game that we thought we'd see from Adam throughout the year. This was the kind of pitcher we thought we'd see, not saying seven shutout innings, but somebody like this where he was going to give you five or six innings, a couple of runs, no big deal. Um, it just didn't come to fruition for him this year. But last night, last night it all came together. On a, on a Monday, and when Tommy Edmond made the final catch, you just saw the raw emotion from... Jordan Walker in right field who, who leaps in the air for joy as if they just won the pennant. The bench erupting, you know, as if they just clinched a trip to the playoffs. Uh, the crowd goes wild. Wilson Contreras crying in his postseason, uh, the postgame interview there. I got a, a photo of him that I could share with you uh, on YouTube. Look at him. So emotional last night in, in that postgame interview with uh, Jim Hayes. He's wiping tears from his face throughout the whole interview as he described what it was like being the catcher for, for such a moment and what it meant to himself and to the team that they got Wayno to the finish line and got him across it. You could tell that this meant the world to them. And the capper of course was seeing, you know, big number 50 come out. Apparently, he was in the training room. He wasn't even in the dugout when the final out was made. Because I remember watching last night, and I'm like, where is Wayno? Everybody's kind of looking around, and you know, you thought the cameras would be right on him in such a moment, and nobody could find him. Apparently, he was in the training room when it was all taking place. So he comes out onto the field, and you see him bend over at the waist, and just finally, whew, he exhales, knowing that the pressure is over. The anxiety is over. He did it. He did it. Seven innings of shutout ball last night against the NL Central leading Milwaukee Brewers. This, after beating the first place Baltimore Orioles to get to 199. He got to do it at home in front of thousands of adoring fans who would give their right arm for him if he needed it. I mean, what better way to go out other than walking off the field with Albert and Yachty to end your career? I mean, he got his moment, right? He, he's only one of three Cardinals pitchers to reach the 200 win mark. And he deserves every handshake, every pat on the on the back, on the butt, uh, high fives, everything he gets, the hugs, all of it. He deserves all of this. He's been the ultimate professional ever since coming to St. Louis. A great man, a great teammate, a great player. It's It was just really cool to watch last night. And um, I, I'm just glad he got there. I'm glad he got there as he winds down his final season as a major league player. It is such a relief to know that uh, that there was a goal and he accomplished it. I know the numbers overall on the season are disgusting, but he can still 200. He made it.
I want to do some fan reactions to last night's game because a lot of you chimed in and it was really cool to hear from all of you. Uh, we'll do that. And uh, we'll get some reactions to yesterday's episode about the return of Ali Marmel as manager. And people got really feisty <laughs> in the comments yesterday. We'll talk about it next on Locked on Cardinals. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach is wasting the time of both the buyer and seller at every stage, especially when sellers are using shallow and outdated data. Your organization can overcome these challenges with technology that translate comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to better outcomes like more pipeline, higher win rates, and larger deals. We call these deep sales, and we've built the first deep sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn Sales Navigator. Right now, you can try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at LinkedIn.com slash locked on. That is LinkedIn.com slash locked on for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to LinkedIn.com slash locked on to get started. Once again, a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com slash locked on linkedin.com slash locked on 60 day free trial available now the cardinals at home again tonight against the brewers and you can catch every pitch of the cardinals hometown broadcast with sirius xm on the sxm app just search cardinals again thank you for making locked on cardinals your first listen every day you can leave comments on YouTube uh, as well as on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. You know where I'm talking about. And uh, your feedback, always welcome and encouraged. I'll take a drink there, man. Talking about Wayno gets me emotional. I'm just like my dad in that in that way. Like my dad used to tell stories about players and stuff in the past, and he would just start crying while talking about stories. And I'm like, what are you doing? But I get it now. I get it now. Special moment last night at the ballpark. I, I, I'm sad. In one way that it wasn't a full house at Bush Stadium, there was a decent crowd there last night, but it, you know it wasn't forty-five thousand there at Bush Stadium on a Monday to see Adam accomplish this goal that was, you know, two decades in the making, really. But for those of you who actually were there last night, good job. I tip the cap to you. It was a, it was a really cool looking atmosphere. Uh, your, your your loyalty to the team and to Adam obviously huge and he talked about it in the in the, the post game interview last night about how like he was really tired out there and it was the fans that you know helped helped him push through it and, and get through those last couple of innings so um it was just great i just was really fun to watch last night we got a bunch of reactions on twitter and on youtube so let's run through a couple of these here uh let's start with brian quinn who says man I loved Willie admiring that shot to left. I know it's got the distance. Is it going to stay fair? Yes. This is not the season for a nail biter game, but that's exactly what this was. It's only fun now because we know the outcome, but sheesh, I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. Yes. Thank you uh, for the comment, Brian. And yeah, dude, I was the same way. I was the same way. Uh, it was like this for me in his start against Baltimore as well. I'm like chewing nails. That was a little more, um rough because remember that he kept having runners on against Baltimore where you're like oh gosh <laughs> is this where they're gonna get him and he was able to wiggle out of it and then the bullpen comes in and does a great job just like they did last night uh you know John King doing uh well, he does most of his job but Ryan Helsley coming in doing everything that Ryan Helsley's supposed to not do remember he's not supposed to 
uh, pitch more than three outs. He's not supposed to pitch on back-to-back days. And he comes in on back-to-back days, uh, four-out save, gets it done, locks it down. Um, I tell you what, after that game, uh, also watching Mizzou on Saturday, I, I literally have no fingernails left. I've got none whatsoever. And it, it gave us a taste of winning baseball, you know, winning Cardinals baseball that we've been so used to over the years. Um, just that game last night, the Baltimore game, for at least those couple of nights, it felt like the Cardinals were part of something really, really important. And they were. So I just wish the whole season had been like this, but unfortunately it did not go that way. Uh, Judo Sailor says, I got to be honest for a while there. I didn't think it was going to happen, but I'm super stoked that it did. And actually watching him get win 200 made Cardinals baseball exciting again, even after such a horrible season. Exactly, Judo. Um, Here's a question that I have for you guys. And I don't know if Adam's addressed this yet. Does Adam call it a career after this game? Like, is that it? Like, like a walk-off 200th win, seven shutout innings against a first-place team at home? I mean, is it going to get better than that? Like, why throw again? I mean, he could still come to the ballpark and wave and do all the stuff. But, like, I mean, if you're going to end on a high note, that's a pretty good one. Again, I didn't see if he answered any questions about that yet. So if I missed it, I apologize. But... I don't know. What's the point in throwing them out there? Maybe one more inning at home to say goodbye to the fans and the, the final weekend against Cincinnati, perhaps. I don't know. But that, that's a pretty good walk-off. If you if he decided, I'm good. I, I could totally understand that. Uh, Boomer Butler on Ollie returning. If they add at least two quality starters, I think we will get one and some minor league guys called up. We should give Ollie until the All-Star break to turn the ship around. He should get the can if we are more than 10 games out at the break. Uh, thank you, Boomer. I know we had a lot of people worked up about the return of Ali. Um, and I, I understand that considering how bad this year has gone. Uh, and yesterday I got, I got kind of got accused of defending the return of Ali. And I really wasn't defending him yesterday. Um, I was genuinely just trying to give you guys the information and why I, I understood. I could see the side of Mo and of why bringing him back for another year made sense to them. You know, he, he's in the final year of his contract. Um, Mo has taken a lot of the blame for what has happened this year. Uh, it's really going to be up to him to go out and improve the roster in a way that, that isn't all that familiar to the Cardinals and the way they've done business over the years. And they're going to end up overpaying for pitching. Now he's got to select the right people uh, to give that money to. He hasn't shown that he's very good at doing that when it comes to pitchers over the years. Hello, Mike Leak. Hello, Stephen Matz, Andrew Miller. I mean, we can go on and on and on here. But it's it's truly the only way to actually turn this around quick enough where they're going to be contenders in 2024. I still think the roster offensively is fine. Um so pitching is really where they got to go make all the decisions at. And uh, if they're 10 games back at the break, but still in the wild card, I, I can see them sticking with him. But if they're 10 games under 500 at the all-star break, then yeah, it's time to move on. Uh, Hazmat262 says, remember folks, you can fire the manager, but you still have the same old school, narrow-minded, greedy billionaire owner, the same front office, the same pitching, the same spending, the same thinking, Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. 
keeping it 100. Amen, Hazmat. Uh, The real change needs to be in the front office's thinking, in my opinion. Uh, I think if you give Ali good players like you had last year, um, you go to the playoffs. And then this year, when the players aren't as good, you lose a bunch. You know, they they screwed up this year. Mo has admitted that. Um, There was really no use in trying to save this season by a certain point. So they they sold at the deadline. They're taking their lumps. They're getting the younger kids some work, which is great to watch. And uh, they're really going to have to knock it out of the park in free agency and in a trade or two in this offseason to get things moving in the right direction again. Who they trade and, and who they overpay for, that is the intriguing question, which is going to make this offseason very interesting for the St. Louis Cardinals and for their fans. Like, uh, I'm excited about it because I'm I'm anxious for change. You know, we, we've been doing the season, and it's been horrible since June. Like, there was really no point <laughs> in, in continuing. Like, if we could just say, boop, move on, we would have. But you got to play all the games. And um, I hope what we've seen here at the end of the season with Jordan Walker's progression and uh, Mason Wynn getting called up and uh, Drew Rahm and Dakota Hudson and Zach Thompson, I hope all of this stuff that they've done helps them move forward uh, a a couple of big steps for next season. And, you know, you're still going to have guys like Arnato and Gorman and uh, Goldschmidt and Newbar. Like, it's not like this roster is full of crappy players. Wilson Contreras, they just need to improve big time in the pitching. Okay, you need you're going to need at least four new dudes coming in for the rotation and the bullpen to push them to the next level. I think that I think the hitting will be fine. But um, who do you trade, though? Like you're going to have to give up some pieces to go get somebody. So but it's it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm anxious for it uh, again. Thank you for all your comments and questions um, on YouTube and on Twitter. Uh, keep them coming. 24-7, we're always here for you. We're going to wrap things up next with a preview of tonight's game at Bush on Locked on Cardinals. Modern medical care and treatment are important, but our global supply chains are fragile. Things like pandemics, natural disasters, foreign travel, all of this stuff may cut you off from the treatment that you need. Jace Medical is your solution when it comes to that point. Just fill out their online form. This is real simple. Okay, you fill out the online form. One of Jace Medical's board certified physicians will then get your online form. They're going to review. They're going to go, oh, okay, 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 and then they'll make a, a determination on whether or not medications are safe and appropriate for you. Okay, and then Jace will send your prescriptions. When they decide that okay, you're good to go, they'll get you the green light. They'll send your prescriptions to one of their partner pharmacies where your order gets filled out, and then they ship it over to you. You don't have to go get it and do any of the waiting in line at any any facility <laughs> to get your medications. You get them out of your mailbox. They're sent directly to your home. You can also send your physician a message for answers if you've got questions to any of the, the treatment-related things that are going on with you. You can send them to them anytime. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's when they're needed most. And that's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical plus an additional 20 bucks off by using my code locked on at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com.
Cardinals back at home tonight to battle the Brewers, and you can catch every pitch of the Cardinals hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Cardinals. So the real question for tonight is, how do you follow up last night's game? Like, good luck with that. Uh, the emotion, the energy, all of it, and now you gotta you gotta keep playing. Drew Rom will be on the bump tonight. He's the one that's gonna have to try to uh, <laughs> harness all of the energy from last night and and keep it moving forward into tonight's game. Uh, looked outstanding this last time out against the Orioles and in the Rom revenge game, as I called it. Uh, can he keep it going tonight uh, against the Brewers? Uh, he seems to be getting better each time out, and uh, hopefully whatever he learned or whatever he got right against Baltimore, he can take that into tonight's uh, outing against the Brewers. On the other side, the Brewers will have the six foot eight Trevor McGill on the mound. That's a tall dude. Going for the Brewers, uh, it's going to be a bullpen game. Uh, McGill is not a starting pitcher. He's got one start this year. So it's a bullpen game for the Brewers, who uh, are just trying to get to the end of all of this. Uh, they got, I think, a six-game lead on the on the Cubs in the division right now. Uh, the Cubs have lost, I think, like four in a row. Um, could be worse than that. They could have lost by them. It could be five in a row, something like that. But, um, you know, they're trying to eliminate this and get this over with. Let me, let me double check on this while I got you guys here with me. Internet speed. All right. Cubs have lost five in a row. They're two and eight in their last 10. So things are slipping away from them. Uh, the Reds right behind them. Just, uh, they're tied actually. Um, Six games back. Both of them are six games back behind Milwaukee, but the Reds uh, have won six of their last ten. So they're looking to catapult past the Cubs, uh, not only in the division, but obviously in the wild card. So uh, huge implications uh, between those games right now. But as far as the Brewers are, uh, they're just trying to finish them all off so they can win the division and move on with their lives. So um, the Cardinals notoriously this season have struggled in bullpen games. So we'll see if any of last night's energy carries over into tonight's game or Will there be a hangover from last night's game, both in reality and uh, mentally because they were out celebrating last night? Will that be what, what stands up instead? We'll find out tonight. Uh, if you haven't, by the way, if you haven't seen the Cardinals recap video on, on Twitter yet, uh, I retweeted it out. Uh, it's about last night and it's about they've got footage of them in the clubhouse after the game and celebrating and what night. Brought, brought some happy tears to a lot of people today. So if you're into that sort of thing, make sure you check that out. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. Be sure to catch every pitch of the Cardinals hometown broadcast with the Sirius XM on the SXM app. Just search Cardinals for uh, this series against the Brewers and for every series uh, throughout the rest of the season. If you haven't already, please give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals and at JD Sports Radio. Like and subscribe on YouTube. You guys are the best fans in baseball for a reason, and I will see you next time on Locked On Cardinals.